0: The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. If you're like me, you may have heard this quote a time or two in your life. However, never did it become so real to me as when I moved to Los Angeles to pursue a career in the entertainment industry. There was so much darkness trying to hide itself in light. Honestly, I was continually shocked what practices and values were all being done and accepted all in God's name. I realized then just how easily it was that we can all be deceived if we are not aware. That became my first step is to become aware. But then I developed a prayer life over this topic specifically. I did not want to be deceived. I wanted my eyes open to deception. And now as a mom, I am even more intentional about what I allow into our home and especially into my spirit. However, this isn't just important to me. You guys have been sharing with me in my Facebook group and through your reviews of this very podcast that this topic is important to you as well today. So that's why I knew I had to bring on today's guest, Juliana Barbati. This is her second time on the show, the first time she shared about balancing work and homeschooling life. But today she takes it a step deeper and shares openly about her own journey of falling deep into deception and coming out on the other side while she developed a real relationship with Jesus Christ. Tune in as she shares her personal story of growing in her faith, how she protects her home, and wants to encourage other mamas just like you to do the same. Let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to the Energize Mama podcast. Do you want a better work-life balance and more time and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I add more hours into the day? Or are you Googling how to deal with mom guilt and can my marriage survive toddlers? Do you wake up with big goals only to feel overwhelmed and defeated when you have no one to help you and your littles aren't listening to you again hey i'm cheyenne i too was an exhausted mom away from the help of my family i too felt constantly drained with a strong-willed toddler and wished i could find balance between being a wife a mom stepmom and entrepreneur I wanted more energy to give myself and my husband, to discipline my kids confidently, and incorporate faith into our home. All the things, right? But I kept telling myself that I couldn't do it feeling this exhausted and without a community supporting around me until I found a healthy balance and endless energy in raising Jesus-loving littles. In this podcast, you will find that too. You will find time and energy boosting tips and tricks, guidance for disciplining your littles, and what to do when you have no help so that you will find balance between all your roles. Stop feeling drained and learn to trust your own mom tuition. Time to grab those headphones, pour that green smoothie, and get ready to get your daily energy boost. I've got you, mama. Well, hello, and welcome back, or welcome for the first time to all you beautiful, sexy, gorgeous mamas. Yes, I'm talking to you. Don't turn around. Please look in the mirror and embrace that today. And if you're not convinced, we are going to convince you by the end of this episode that. You are beautiful, you are worthy, and you are a fantastic mama. No matter how you're feeling today, we're going to give you that little uplift in your spirit. And I am saying we because today, ladies, I have a very special guest for you. Instead of doing a little solo match, I had to bring one of my new favorite people on today. I don't know about you ladies, but gosh, do I love social media. You know, it can really be distracting. It can be deterring from what what we want to do in life. We all know that part of it, but the other side of it that I love to embrace is that it connects me with some fantastic moms with so much value and so much knowledge in areas that I have no idea about. And that is How I actually met my guest today. She is a dynamo from the moment I first started talking to her. I just loved her energy. I loved her heart. I love her heart for God and her heart for the things of God. And so before I get too crazy here and uh, give her about an Oscar speech, I want to give her a chance to introduce herself. So I'm going to go ahead and welcome my guest today, Let's see if I can get this correct. It's Mrs. Giuliana Barbati. That's right. We got an Italian love and mama here. Um she is the podcast host of Organic Marketing Simplified. She's a mom, she's a wife and we're going to let her come on and say and and uh, share her story. So Juliana, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me here on Mom Nation today. Oh, thank you for having me. And you nailed it. Like my name, you
1: Chef's kids. You got it. <laughs>
0: Thank you very much. Uh, Before we started uh, recording, I was telling you, I think since moving here to Europe, I've I've got this like sauciness, this flavor. I hear all this language going around. So uh, I just learned to let the tongue roll with it, you know? (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's great. And Juliana, I have you here today because there is uh, some conversations going on in my private Facebook group. I'm seeing them go on online um, because there is so much spiritual warfare out there. And my moms that listen to this podcast really care about raising Jesus-loving littles. And you definitely have a story there um, because you come and have quite a story with a non-Christian past and now um, discovering your relationship with jesus and discovering who he is so we definitely want to hear part of that story but before we dive in there why don't you share with all of my listeners today a little bit about you and your family
1: yeah so again my name is juliana i am married i'm originally from brazil but i am married to an italian man whom i met backpacking through europe nonetheless We have, yes, your face. I love it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My mouth dropped, ladies. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like the the
1: beautiful love story, right? Um, We have two littles. I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. They're very spicy, homeschooled kids, and they keep me on my toes. And we are a very adventurous family, you know? I mean, we don't consider ourselves adventurous but, you know, from the outside, I guess we look that way we moved quite a bit in 2021. We actually lived in Europe, we lived in Portugal, and then we moved to Italy, we moved back to the United States. And now, um, probably eight months ago, we moved to Central America. So yeah, we just live that crazy lifestyle, not by choice, just just happens, you know?
0: Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. During a time where the world shut down and quarantined, you were like, no, like, we're gonna embrace this season. And we're just gonna move and like you said be adventurous and be different what a awesome journey
1: you know what i lived in florida and i was under the florida bubble i was like oh this is good this is great you know we're having parties we're going to our neighbor's house and then when i got to rio i was like oh what happened here (laughs) like i cannot even go outside which is why we moved back to florida eventually because we're like wow you know this is this is intense and we're definitely you know outdoorsy people uh You know, we like to be nature and and which, again, I guess that's how we ended up in
0: in Central America. You know, we just love the the jungle and and all of that. Yeah. And uh, you you will meet many big fans of Florida on my podcast, including your host, because that's actually where I've spent eight years of my life, went to university there. My parents live there. I mean, I totally get Central America, though, because when you can have that lush, beautiful surrounding, I think all of us uh, would understand what draws you there for sure. Absolutely. But now I'm curious, and maybe we've piqued the interest of my listeners, we sure hope so, of speaking of drawing, uh, what drew you to Christ? Because as of this podcast episode, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you've been a Christian, is it for about four months?
1: Yeah. So November,
0: November, December, January, February. Yeah, four months. I'm
1: like, counting my Yay,
0: fingers. Right. <laughs> there you go. Going into the fifth month, and I think uh, in Christianese, as is the language that sometimes we say as Christians, like when you start speaking in Christian terms, I think many people would still declare you as a baby Christian. Oh, I call myself I a baby Christian, 100. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's beautiful because you, you know, as a mom of littles yourself, as a mom of littles, listening to this podcast we all know that um just like a faith journey just like being born you know our little's like before they can walk they got to learn to crawl right it's like those those solid foundations that they build and, and that i'm sure you're building right now but i would love for you um just to give a little bit like a snapshot a glimpse and share with my ladies listening like where did you come from and then how did it lead you to christ and where you're at today
1: yes so I'm going to try to cram 37 years into two minutes, but long story short, as I said in the beginning, I'm originally from Brazil and Brazil is a very, very Christian oriented country. However, there's this religion, which they don't even call it a religion. They call it a doctrine called spiritism. And in this religion or doctrine, whatever they take parts of, of the new Testament and they have their own gospel. And they believe in things like reincarnation and life after death and things like that. And I was born and raised in this doctrine, not ever knowing it was new age. You know, I, I hadn't, I have never read the Old Testament. I didn't know all these things, you know? So, you know, I'm, I'm in this re- religion, right? This air quotes. Uh, uh, Christian religion, not really understanding anything, just believing all this false doctrine. And you know, I I kind of felt like I had the upper hand because I knew there was reincarnation. So I'm like, oh, we, we got more chances. People, it's all good. Like, let's everybody relax, you know. Um, and then um, later in my life, when I actually had my daughter, I was 29 years old, and the things that I had to learn in, in this religion word, like not making sense, because you know, there's, you know, cause and effect. So in another life, you did this thing. And this is why you're paying enough for in this life and things like that. And I'm looking around and I'm looking, you know, I'm reading these books on on child development and how the brain develops. And I'm like, well, this doesn't make sense. Like, uh, this child will, will never be able to thrive in this environment if the parents, you know, don't have uh, the the right support, you know, so you're going to mess up your child. So, so how is this, uh, aligned with, you know, re- reincarnation and then like all these things that this, uh, this idea that you you're come back, you know, to pay your dues from a past life and all those things, you know? So then Little by little, I started to question everything and I became so angry because I could not find an answer, but I was looking for these answers within the doctrine itself. I wasn't looking outside, you know, because again, I was raised with this idea that that this doctrine is, is at the top of the mountain, right? Like we have the secret that nobody else has, like there is reincarnation. So, you know, at that point, I became atheist. So this was around 2018. My daughter was born in 2015. So there was a lot of, you know, personal things going on inside of me during that time. And 2018, I'm like, you know what? I'm atheist. There's no God. This doesn't add up. I've tried, you know, I give up. And, you know, I was atheist for, for a little while until 2020 came. And I, you know, we're home, we're like staring at the walls, what else we're going to do. Right. And at that time I, I started podcasting and I had a podcast coach back then, which is your coach. And Steph is very Christian. And dare I say, like, Stephanie was like the first Christian person, true Christian person I have ever met in my entire life that is open about her faith, that talks about God and, and talks about Jesus. And, you know, you should always pray and uh like after her episodes and and i got inside of her group coaching program and she would always pray at the end of it and like little by little i was like observing her faith and i thought it was beautiful and like you know she was able to soften my heart and i became agnostic was like well you know i don't know you know i'm not sure but maybe there's something out there i don't know so then you know during that time 2021 came and uh i was probably when we moved to Europe, it was actually a very trying period for us. You know, I I I had I felt like God, the, you know, the agnostic God that I believed in back then had opened all the doors for me. And then we got there and it was like, what is this place? You know, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And it turned out to be like, we, we grew a lot from that experience, but we had very trying periods while we lived in Europe. So then, uh, you know, I'm still you know, trying to work on my faith. And there was a situation where uh, one of my kids got bit by a tick. And we were in Portugal, we didn't know what to do. And I'm freaking out, you know, because I'm, a, I'm you know, I'm, I'm a hippie, crunchy mom, right. And I'm like, digging <laughs> through my things, making sure that I brought, you know, because I, of course, I have a tick emergency kit back in the US, but I didn't know if I had brought it with me. And then I, when I'm like digging through my things and I find it, I'm like, thank you, God, you do exist. And I just got the chills in my body. And that was kind of like, okay, like th- there's something here, you know, and it kind of solidified my face, you know, like I knew that in fact, God existed. Okay. So then, wow. you know, through, uh, through that period, I, I wasn't really trying to grow my faith or anything. And then in July of 2021 we moved back to the United States and I reconnected with a friend of mine and mind you during this period during this phase I am in this healing uh cycle right like I am trying to find out uh what happened in my childhood what went wrong why do I have all this trauma and all these things and I'm like trying all these different modalities to heal myself I really am on a healing like uh what is a hamster wheel like I'm trying everything like you name it, I have tried it. And one of the things that I hadn't tried, but I was super curious to try was psychedelics. Um, I had never done Mm -hmm. drugs in my life, uh, you know, not for fun or for anything like that. But then this friend brought up psychedelics, specifically mushrooms. And I was like, let's do it. So next thing you know, we're scheduling uh, this healing mushroom ceremony. And from there, after my first mushroom ceremony i was like no it is undeniable like i know for sure for a fact god does exist because there's no way that this just happened like god is real and i was like this is so good. Like everybody needs mushrooms because everybody needs to know God exists. you know? <laughs> but the downside to that was that it really brought me down a new agey rabbit hole, right? So next thing you know, I'm saging next thing, you know, I have, you know, Palo Santo all over my house and I'm like tapping into manifesting and all of these things that like little by little, you don't notice, but you're in this like spiritual rabbit hole, right? So then, I'm gonna fast forward again to 2022, November 2022, and then a friend of my husband's, um, who I, 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 we had never met. My my husband is a bitcoiner, and we live in El Salvador, which uh, bitcoin is legal tender. So obviously, a lot of bitcoiners come here. And this friend of my husband came over. They had met on Twitter, of all places. And you know, <laughs> a question that bitcoiners ask each other is, "How did you get into Bitcoin?" And here was I. Like, the Bible. And I was like, tell me more. What? I had never <laughs> heard about this. So he, you know, he was like, can I read you the book of Revelation? I'm like, yes. Like, I don't even know what that is, but go ahead, you know?
0: Wow. So he what a book to start, start with. Yes, right.
1: <laughs> so he's reading the book of Revelation, you know, and then he closes his app. and He was like, and the only way to be saved is through Jesus Christ. And I'm like, excuse me, like, what are you saying? You know, like, this does not make any sense. Like I have just and by this time, not only had I uh, tried mushrooms, I had tried ayahuasca, which is even more potent uh, psychedelic, you know. So I'm like, yeah. I, I had literally just done an ayahuasca ceremony like three weeks prior to meeting this guy. And now he's telling me that, uh, you know, that, that Jesus is the only way. And I'm like, you know, yeah. I'm like, what are you saying? So wow. he really triggered me. So much. But you know, if 2020 taught me anything, is that if if something is triggering you, go after it. You know, don't just take everything at face value. I think there are a lot of things that happened in 2020 that were very awakening for some people. And 2020 was it was a very awakening year for me. So I'm like, I'm gonna prove this guy wrong, you know. Like he triggered me, but I'm not I'm not gonna leave it alone. I am actually going to investigate. So I'm doing research, I'm going online, you know, I'm trying to disprove this guy, but the more I research i'm I'm actually finding out that i'm wrong and he's right right so i you know and there, there's <laughs> actual um evidence like archaeological evidence for for all these things that i mentioned in the bible that i'm like okay like i'm feeling a little silly now how did i not know about this and you know little by little uh i i came to the space of like okay i i I'm afraid to go back to God because, you know, I'm I'm not sure what I believed in, like all this, you know, 36 years of my life. I don't know. I don't know what I was involved in. I'm ashamed and I'm afraid to ask him for help. On the other mm. hand, I'm like the stuff that I was in is very demonic and I'm not going back to that. So I'm like in in the middle and I just knew the only thing I did the only thing I knew I could do at that time, which was to pray. And I remember I was praying, I was crying, I was feeling so ashamed. But like you know, little by little, uh, the Holy Spirit convicted me, and I'm like, okay, like the, I'm I'm just coming out. I'm Christian. I don't know what I was into before in the past, and I I've, I feel really ashamed. I feel really bad about that. And you know, that that's the the short story, which. I don't know how long that took me, but you know that, that's a very <laughs> simplified story to what brought me here today. So, you know, now I am a Jesus loving, uh, hardcore Christian, as hardcore as I know to be, because I don't know everything. Right. But, you know, I am reading the Bible. Uh, I'm doing Bible studies. Like I said, I live in Central America and my Spanish is so-and-so, but, you know, I do my Bible studies online and I am just like so hungry for the word and I can't get enough of it. And I'm like, I need to learn Hebrew and Greek because I need to read the Bible (laughs) in the original language and I need to go to Israel and just like, I want to be there. I want to walk around. Like, I just, I'm like so hungry for the word and like nothing like satisfies me. I'm just like, I need to just give up everything and just dive into the Bible because I just want to learn everything, you know? So, so
0: 37
1: years in another, in a nutshell,
0: (laughs) 37 years and way less than not not even 37 minutes. I mean, I I also did not look at anything um, or any timing because I was so captivated by your story. I mean, I was hanging on every word, um, Juliana, it's amazing to see what God can use, you know, and every single woman listening right now, we all have our own faith journey. You know, listening, you may also not be a Christian. Maybe you um, like, um Juliana, she joined this uh podcast coach who is a Holy Spirit, Jesus loving woman, but you joined her for her podcast experience. And maybe right now you're listening to my podcast because you're like, I'm a desperate mom of littles and I'm needing help finding balance and I feel overwhelmed. And but here you are listening to Juliana's episode. And um, I don't know about you, but I was so encouraged to see how your journey unraveled and is continuing to unravel like it is just amazing to see that your upbringing and then how kind of science which I think so often people think science has has to be separate from faith and religion and I think the more you study science the more you see like no it's like God created it and he um, it goes together so cohesively because of your kind of questioning when you became a mom like wow this just cannot be like my daughter is this and she's growing and developing like this and just, gosh, I, I love your story and it's amazing to where God has brought you today and it just shows his faithfulness. And so thank you so much. Thank you for being so open and sharing your story with us. Yeah, and I'm, I'm obviously very passionate about it because you, know,
1: you don't realize what's at stake, right? And it's your eternity. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, mm-hmm. I think being a mom, I was concerned for my kids, right? So in the mm-hmm. beginning I was very triggered, but I was like, you know, one of the things that he told me, it may sound fear-mongering, but at the end of the day, he was being truthful. I was like, listen, you're going to spend the, the rest of eternity in hell. So imagine the worst day you've ever had times a hundred times eternity, and that's going to be your life. And I, more than anything, more than trying to disprove him, right? I was concerned for my kids, which it was also part of the reason why I went down this research rabbit hole. I'm a researcher by nature. Um, so obviously, after I, I was done with like, this battle of everything I have ever believed my entire life, right? Because once you know, I I went down the psychedelic rabbit hole. I I went back to while I don't necessarily uh, say that I went back to the doctrine that I was raised in called spiritism. I adopted, I had readopted many of the things, right. The reincarnation, the life after death, all of those things, yeah. I had re-adopted them into my life, you know? So I'm like, Oh, we're good. Like, again, like we, we have infinite tries here, you know? Um, so for me to, uh, I was just really concerned about my kids, you know? So after going through that experience, um, and, and during this time I was also, uh, I, I went online and I was listening and looking for a lot of testimonies from people who had left the new age and you know a, another thing I want to say is like if you had asked me if I was in the new age I would have said no I'm like maybe I'm new agey but I'm not in the new age you know that that was a, also another thing um so I was also looking for testimonies from other people you know and a lot of these people that I I had listened to the testimonies they had like an out-of-body experience again not in a new age kind of way but like the holy spirit came in and worked through them i'm like whoa i I didn't have that like it was very gradual for me and the reason why i'm bringing that up because you know you you don't want to compare your experience to somebody else's experience you know and i have Mm -hmm. definitely felt the holy spirit since i have become christian but i didn't have like this moment of like aha it was very gradual for me it was just like little by little i was Mm -hmm. like ah yeah of course duh so then the first thing i did after uh you know, accepted that Christ died on the cross and uh, he, he paid for my sins so that I could be saved was uh, to bring him to my kids. And mm-hmm. I, I remember sitting down with them one day and I'm like, kids, do you guys know who Jesus is? And they were like, yes. And I'm like, what like what have you heard because I had never talked about God or Jesus or anything like that mm-hmm. to my kids before he mm-hmm. was like well we read a book one time so I guess the nanny had taken them to a neighbor's house and they had read a book and I had no idea of any of any of this and and my daughter was like and we saw him one time in the fairy garden and I'm like the fairy garden not the fairy garden what did you see I was so concerned but you know it was just a a they they call it a fairy garden, but it was just a garden that we had back in Florida. It was a, a children's garden type of place, and my kids saw that they saw him. They, my kids said that they saw him. So you know, I know that Jesus has a special place in His heart for kids, and you know, I I do believe that uh, you know they probably did have a real encounter with him. I don't know, uh, but you know, I, I I sat down with my kids and and I told them as much as as I could at that time because I was also concerned about telling them you know how do I explain to a five and a seven year old that Jesus died on the cross to pay for your sins and they don't even know what sins are and like how you know how how maybe terrifying that could be for them you know so I was I was very you know little by little talking to them you know and eventually I did tell them you know the whole thing how it all happened but in the beginning you know I I was you know I was very light about how I brought that up to them, you know, to say that somebody died because you made some mistakes, you know, like for a five and a seven year old, I didn't want them to be scared. you know. I didn't want them to, to kind of have the wrong relationship with Jesus, you know? Um, and then finally my husband who, uh, you know, he's from Rome, Italy, so he had been raised kind of uh, in in a Christian space, but not really. Um, He became atheist very early on in his life, in his early teens. And my husband is, first of all, he's on the spectrum, he's got Asperger, so he sees the world differently. He's very Um, data-driven. He needs to look at science, he needs to back everything up. He's even more of a researcher than I am. He's also, he's got this very philosophical side to him. And Little by little, I I was just like, listen, I am Christian now. I don't know what what you want to do. Like, I am saved. My kids are saved. I would love for you to be saved. But, you know, you are on your own path or on your own journey. And I'm just going to let you be. And I left him alone. And we started studying this Bible study by this Bible teacher called Chuck Misler. And we started in Genesis. And then this Bible teacher, he's breaking down all the things, the historical aspects. He's breaking down. the, uh, the, the science and all of these things. And my husband through watching that and also doing his own research,
0: he became Christian as well. Look at that. Look at that. Oh my gosh. You know, in such a time where you could have been so full of fear, or you could have been a very well-meaning wife and being like, oh my gosh, no, you have to believe this because we want to, you know, I want to grow in our faith together. And you're, you could be learning, I'm sure about like men being spiritual leaders of the household and then our children. And how are we going to, you know, raise our children when it's split? You know, if, if, if you have two, two people, you know, with totally different beliefs, but I love that you just like surrendered and submitted to the Lord and, and trusted God with your husband. And it's just beautiful. I love you. You showed this in your story yourself, but also with your children and now with your husband, that's, God's got it. As moms, we so often want to try to be in control or try to manipulate or plan, even with the most genuine open heart, so many little details. But sometimes I feel we can get in the way of our own, of of ourselves, of God's plans. And so I love that you um, really have painted such a beautiful picture of what happens when you just let go and let God. And Mm -hmm. I know so many mamas listening today. It's funny. I feel like you're getting more bang for your buck on this episode, ladies, because uh, we are definitely going to uh, chat a little bit more about new age and how it's seeping into homes and things. But I'm just so glad that you shared this part of your journey, too, because some of the women listening, you know, they may be raising their kids in um, a non-Christian extended family, or maybe their husbands as well are not Christians. So uh, I think I'm already going to have to invite you back for a a couple part series here because you have so much wisdom. Um, But today, um, as we are, you know, wrapping up the episode, but pulling it to a really good kind of climax, I almost want to say, because I do want to point out uh, and have your opinion and your, and your expertise, um, since you did come from the new age and you do have these different experiences, you know, um, new age faith and religion is seeping into so many areas of our lives. And one of them is, you know, actually the Christian community and the churches themselves. And I'm just curious from your perspective and from your experience, Juliana. What are some things that as a mom of littles, as a mom who wants to raise Jesus-loving littles, who wants to, you know, help stand guard around her children's souls, like what are some things that you feel like she should watch out for to make sure that the new age faith and religion as best as possible doesn't uh, seep into her home?
1: So I would say as somebody who is fresh out of the new age, I would say Anything that you see is mainstream, question it. So if everybody is doing this thing, if everybody's talking about this thing, question it and always go back to the Bible. Always, you know, you know, go to Bible.com, put in like some keywords and like try to research it, you know, and pray. And don't be afraid to sit in this period of time until you hear from God, because you will you you were definitely going to hear from him, from him. And the power of prayer, it's something that I wish I had really understood in the beginning of my my journey you know even though i was praying i was like pray for myself because i I didn't know what i I was on the verge of going crazy as all of this was unraveling right so you know i i I wish i had prayed for my husband very early on but at the end of the day thank god he came to god right but what (laughs) i would say is if uh i will say this if anything is very mainstream if everybody's doing it question it question everything because you know the doors are narrow right the, i i don't know how to quote scripture uh i'm still in my baby stages but you know the passage that you know the the people yeah, are no. many
0: but the but it's like the narrow gate me too i'm all of a sudden i'm like wait it's uh i'm sure if you're listening you can totally you know message this to me but it's um- a <laughs> it's like the people are many but the gate is narrow yeah basically like the narrow path leads to right. righteousness you know yeah exactly yeah. yes yeah so
1: investigate that you know there, there are lots of things that um in our culture today like movies uh, uh tv shows that our kids are watching you have to be really careful about the things that they're teaching our kids mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. you know uh, They're very popular cartoons out there. that are teaching our kids things th- that are very like subtle, right? Like you kind of have to watch for them, yes. you know, but like yes. it, it's teaching your kids to like worship everything, right? Like everything has a life and there's the afterlife and all those things. So you have to be really, really careful with those things. And listen, like in my household, I choose to avoid those things. I, I always have actually, even before becoming Christian. Uh, but if you do decide to watch, uh, things like that with your kids I would you know have an, an open dialogue and say okay do you see what's wrong here like do you see uh, why you know why we don't practice this like have a dialogue you know if if you know I understand mm-hmm. like once you have opened that door it might be maybe a little bit harder to shut so educating <laughs> yeah. and equipping your kids you know make sure that they're equipped to see you know what's in front of them you know like you know it I'm thinking of a particular Disney movie where, you know, the character, you know, she talks to the tree and she talks to the animals and everything is alive and she worships everything, you know, so have a conversation with your kid about those things, you know, when you have to really equip them. Um, You know, there are many things like, for example, um, I had crystals in my home, right? not necessarily because I worship crystals and and because I I felt like they had magical powers or anything like that, but, you know, they still made it inside of my house and, you know, I got rid of them. I got rid of the sage and my husband was sad about me getting rid of the sage because he didn't, he never believed in the power of clearing your house with sage or anything like that, but he loved the smell of it. I'm like, I am not (laughs) dealing with that, you know? So, you know, just, just removing those things and questioning those things. So anything that asks you to clear your mind, that you know, to quiet out your mind to, to not think about anything, you know, a quiet mind is a devil's playground. So be mindful of that. We're called to meditate, but we're called to meditate on the word of God. You know, so be very mindful of those things that um th- those things that are calling us to, to be zen and you know to to clear our minds, be very mindful of those things. And and dare I say, like even now where I am today. Mindset is one of those things that can be quickly turned over into the new age. So you, again, like it's important to work in a mindset, yes, but don't go at it alone. Always lean on God. So everything you do, lean on God, pray, have that open dialogue with him. Like we literally have, you know, the free phone is called a prayer. Just just pick up that phone line and, and talk to him. And, and don't be afraid and be okay and sitting in the space of I, I haven't heard from God yet. So don't do anything in that, in that time, you know, in and, and that period until you hear from him. Um, and but, and don't be afraid to, to sit in that space, you know, but always go back to God. And, and most importantly, go back to the Bible, right? Because that is the word of God. Mm. So go back to the Bible every single time.
0: Yes. Wow. Wow. Yes. I love this. I, I am like, taking notes over here as a fellow mom of littles, I'm thinking, gosh, like my son is almost three and I see these things too. I'm I'm starting to see it more and more as I have more conversations with um, Christian moms like you, as I get into my word, as I, like you said, open that free phone, you know, there's never a busy signal with God. And that when you ask for that discernment, because something I think that was so powerful that you pointed out, Juliana, is that it is it's like a sheep and wolf's clothing or Mm -hmm. a wolf and sheep's clothing. Sorry. It's, it's like, I was like, wait a second, something about that. The mom brain just messed up. Um, (laughs) But it is like, it's so, I think the, the devil is so crafty. Yeah. He, the enemy is so crafty. And the moment that we think we can see him clearly, we probably have him right under our nose because he comes to seek, kill and destroy. Right. Mm-hmm. And so often there are things that are so here it's even in our mom life. It's like, it's so easy to focus on the things that are external. Right. But it's like, it's when it's right close to you and you can't see it um is where it's easier to seep in. So I love that you painted that so clearly and it can feel so overwhelming as a mom of little's or even scary like, well gosh, like if that is how um the little things like like movies or books or films or um even in things that sound good or that feel good or are so close to God's word but I don't know something's mm-hmm. off. Thank you for reminding us to go to the Holy Spirit because and the word of God like you said you know, I'll never forget one of my favorite books I've ever read is by Lisa Bevere and it's called Girl with Swords. And she talks about how the word of God is our sword. And you think about a sword, it does nothing if it stays in your sheath at your side, like you have to use it, you have to take it out. And that's why God used that symbolism and that, that word to describe it because it's meant to be used and it is powerful when we actually use it. So mamas out there listening, don't be afraid to use the word of God and to speak it over your life, even when you don't understand uh, what's exactly going on or speak it over your children, speak it over your husband, over your household, because that is what comes with power. And that's uh, the battle that we can fight and make sure that even in the ways we don't understand or like you said, we don't necessarily have discernment yet, which can be scary in a place of not knowing. Uh, We do know, we know a known God and we know his word is powerful and we can always return to it.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, it's unfortunate. There are a lot of things out there claiming to be Christian, right? Like, oh, this is a Christian thing or I'm Christian. So I can talk about this, but then it's, it's not, it's deception. And I think one of the biggest mistakes that us as Christians that we can make is to think that uh, the devil is not smart. He's, extremely smart and he's very crafty so don't underestimate his power you know obviously lean on god and you don't have to have this fear and like run inside of her house and just shut the windows right but just know it it, it'll come to you very very subtly you know kind of like a snake right like you don't know what's there it just creeps up on you so you just have to you know have your guards up and have the communication with god and um you know just always lean on him always and forever, like bring everything to God. I bring, you know, I, I pray multiple times a day. Like the more I, I get uh, acquainted with, with God, right? Like the, 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 mm. the deeper that relationship gets, like the more I pray because I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to yeah. pray for everything, you know, because yeah. for the longest time it wasn't my default mode, right? Like I would struggle, yeah. struggle, struggle and remember, oh yeah, I can pray about this. Yes. And then I would pray and like the <laughs> yes. thing would work itself out. And now I'm like, I'm quicker to just jump to prayer, you know, because I'm developing that relationship with God. So, I, and I think for me, honestly, because I, I did come from the New Age and I am a born again Christian, I honestly feel like I, I have that that advantage because to me, I don't take it for granted how amazing God is. Yeah. Versus sometimes, yeah. you know, maybe if you if you grow up and you're Christian and you have loved Jesus all your life. But maybe you you have never seen the other side, so you don't know, and you take that for granted. So to me, I'm like I'm I have my guards up all the time, and that's how yes. I choose to live my life because I know what's on the other side, and I know that the other side, you know, they they try to make themselves look um, like the light and the truth, but really they're darkness. So the darkness will absolutely hide behind the uh, the light. So you have to have a lot of discernment, yes. uh, a yes.
0: lot of prayer. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, Juliana, I love that you've so openly and so boldly shared your story today and you know I may have mamas that are listening on here and feel like more empowered and feel great and like this was wonderful and maybe perhaps you know some that are like oh my gosh I'm more aware of this stuff now and I don't really know what to do or or where to turn and some may be right there in the middle and wherever you find yourself mama listening today just know that you don't have to do all of this alone first and foremost God is there He's there all the time. And even if he's not your default mode now, I love that word. Um, as Juliana said, it's like, just like you fell in love with your husband, right? It wasn't like immediately you opened up and shared all of your innermost secrets and desires with him. It came gradually as you built that trust. And that's the way that Jesus is. And what's great though, unlike our husbands is that Jesus is always listening. He's always there yeah. and and he, always, and he is the most unconditional lover that there ever is. And uh, speaking of a strong lover, Juliana, you have so much love in your heart and you give so much to other people. And I would love it as we close the uh, episode today, I would love it if you would share with all the mamas listening, who would love to connect with you, who would love to continue this conversation off the podcast, what's the best way that that they can get in touch with you? So I also have a podcast,
1: but this is more uh, geared towards the business lemmas out there. And it's called Organic Marketing Simplified. I do have some episodes on faith because I'm, I'm just like, how could I not talk about my faith? So I do have mm-hmm. some faith-based episodes on there too. And if you ever just want to reach out to me on, on a personal level, I am not on Instagram. Um, it does not do well for me, but I am on Facebook. So you can find me on Facebook and you can shoot me a message there and we'll connect.
0: Awesome. I love it. Well, I will go ahead and put all those, uh, links and the connections in the show notes below. You definitely, if you are business minded or if you have a heart to do, uh, something besides raise your children, or if you want to, of course, have a business on the side as maybe you want to leave some kind of corporate business. Any of those questions that you have about how do I actually run my own business? I couldn't recommend, um, this amazing woman enough. And again, finding her at organic, um, Oh my gosh. I just had a brain fart. Say it again. Organic Organic marketing marketing simplified. simplified. There we go. (laughs) You're good. You're good.
1: You muted yourself.
0: Thank you so much. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yeah. Awesome. All right, ladies, you can hear me too. (laughs) Good. And I just want to say uh, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for being just so raw and open and honest. And uh, I look forward to having you on a future episode because this is merely but the beginning of what I want to learn from you and what I want my ladies to hear. So please say you'll be on again. Of course. My pleasure. I love this conversation. Awesome. Likewise, likewise. And all you ladies listening, we hope that you have an absolutely beautiful rest of your day. Thank you again for listening to this episode. We'll see you again very soon. Do you wish there was a way to stop feeling emotionally drained by your life as a mom of littles? Do you wish you could have more energy for your husband without constantly feeling just totally physically exhausted? I know what it feels like to want more from your life than just being a mom. I know what it feels like to be overwhelmed with where to begin to stop the stress in my everyday life, and to have no idea what healthy habits to implement into my own home that'll actually make a difference. I also know what it feels like to be totally lost and how how to create a realistic and sustainable plan that works for me in my home. And you know, I know what it feels like to just think. That you just can't be energetic while you parent a household full of littles that demand so much of you, at least one that doesn't rely on either coffee for energy or wine to distress. Am I right? Well, now I want you to imagine if you no longer felt completely exhausted at the end of your day. Imagine if you had the time to go on dates with your husband and you had the energy to give yourself some much needed me time. And if you had easy to implement systems and strategies that would allow you to be that energetic and vibrant mama you want to be all at the same time while still raising your kids the exact way you want. Wow, I have great news for you. That's why I created the More Energy Method, a customized blueprint to clear your chaos and bring back more energy into your everyday life. It's where I teach you to decrease stress while increasing your energy. You will be able to stick with this super simple plan tailor-made for you, by the way, that will establish new healthy habits that'll unlock energy without taking away focus from your kids or require huge commitments of time you will walk away with crystal clear clarity of exactly what to focus on. You'll walk away with a plan that'll help you exactly know how to do it and with the confidence as a woman, wife, and mother to make the changes you need to and keep them for good. So mama, if you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed and exhausted the moment you wake up and instead feel rejuvenated throughout the day and go to bed satisfied, even as a busy mom of little's, then there's no time like the present to take this step for yourself when you right now can actually get 20% off during the month of April and May. This offer will expire come June 1st, and I think we can both agree you deserve this freedom right now. Plus, when you buy now, you get my special bonus where I show you exactly how to implement this blueprint with your husband and unlock his own energy too. So go. Head to energyformoms.com. I even have the link below to make it very simple for you. It's time to lose the stress while gaining yourself back and have endless amounts of energy for yourself, your husband, and a life beyond just your littles.